Welcome to the Your Virtual Upline Podcast. My name is Bob Heilig, your host and the founder of Your Virtual Upline. This is the podcast for the new wave of network marketing leaders that want to make an impact and aren't just building a downline, they're building a better world. Join us each week and learn how to build a profitable network marketing business that gives you complete freedom so that you can give back to the world in an even bigger way. Welcome, everybody, to episode 97 of the podcast. Today, we're going to talk about Facebook groups. And what I want to share with you is what I truly believe to be the number one way for you to increase engagement inside of your group and ultimately lead you to better results, more customers, more sales. I know how frustrating Facebook has been lately, specifically one of the biggest complaints that I get from our students and our membership community is, Bob, my engagement has gone way down. Nobody's seeing my posts. And look, I know there's a lot of crazy stuff happening on Facebook right now. My message to you is this. We can only focus on the things that we can control. And I'm going to give you something today that is, for a lot of you, going to be a very different idea about how you run your groups. But I know that it's going to help you immensely. So before I get into the message today, I just have to say how overwhelmed, really, I've been hearing from all of you that listened to episode 96, God Doesn't Create Junk, had me share in a vulnerable way kind of my feelings in terms of the role that God and faith plays in your network marketing business. And I, I mean, I've never could have anticipated that so many of you would have reached out to me and I appreciated hearing from each and every one of you how the message resonated with you. If you missed that episode, I would recommend, look, pause this, go back and listen to 96 first, because I really believe it's the most important message I've ever created on this podcast. And you know, I'll be honest, after hearing from all of you, I'm like, how the heck do I even do another episode? Like, what, What's the episode that comes after that? It doesn't matter what it is, it's going to be a letdown. I just have to keep moving forward. And I promise you that if that episode resonated with you, you're going to hear a lot more as we progress in this journey of this message and the work that we're doing here. And uh, you know, I think that you're going to be really excited about some of the things that you see and hear inside of our community. But show must go on. It is episode 97. And we've got to continue this mission here of helping uplift your businesses. And we're going to talk about Facebook groups, right? We're going to shift gears. We're going to get into some more strategy. But I want to ask you this. Does it ever feel like no matter what you do inside of your group, doesn't matter. Nobody engages. Barely anybody sees your post. It's like crickets. And what's frustrating is you're spending time coming up with ideas for posts and doing videos and creating graphics, but it just doesn't seem to make a difference. Well, I'm going to tell you this is going to be a really important episode for you because I'm going to share with you what I believe to be the biggest mistake that network marketers make when it comes to Facebook group and how you can make one simple but powerful shift in the way that you position your group to help you not only begin to grow the size of your community, but to massively increase engagement and see way 
better results. So whether you have a, a customer-focused prospecting group, a lot of you call them VIP customer groups, or maybe it's more business or training focused. It doesn't matter. This is going to apply to both. And once you understand what I'm about to teach you, here's what you're going to realize. For 98% of you, your current strategy for your groups is completely ineffective. And more specifically, what I'm trying to say is that these VIP customer groups that I know so many of you spend the majority of your time with are a complete waste of your time. And yes, I said it. I believe that for nine out of 10 of you, your VIP customer groups are a complete waste of time, at least the way that you are running them right now. So let me get into the big problem. And here's the number one mistake that a lot of you are making. Your group only exists to sell and promote your products, services, or opportunity. Look, if the majority of what you're doing in your Facebook group is selling and promoting to the members, that's the reason why people are not showing up excited to engage with your content. Put yourself in the shoes of the person in your group for a second. If all you do is promote and sell to me, there's very little value to me in terms of being an active member to your community. Yes, I might show up if I need to buy or I'm interested in some sort of sale or promotion, but that's pretty much it. And I'll tell you, if you can't get my attention on a consistent basis, you're not going to see consistent results. Attention is the most precious and valuable commodity on the planet right now when it comes to social media. And it is getting harder and harder every single day to get someone's attention. And if you want to get your prospects' attention, you've got to change the strategy of what you're doing in your group. You need to give them a reason to show up every day, to be excited to consume the content that you're creating. So maybe you're asking yourself, okay, Bob, I get it. What the heck am I supposed to do in the group? Well, that's what I'm going to teach you in this episode. But here's the most important thing that I can teach you in terms of creating a Facebook group that actually produces the results you want. It's easier to sell a movement than it is a product or service. See, people ultimately buy why you do what you do long before they buy what you do or how your thing is better than everyone else's. And here's the important question I want you to ask yourself. Why does your group even exist? If it's only to sell and promote your stuff, then you can pretty much guarantee you're never going to have great engagement, at least not in the world of social media today. Let me give you some more important questions that I want to ask yourself. Number one, in what area or areas are you looking to help transform people's lives? Or what problems are you looking to help people solve? See, I'll tell you the secret to success with Facebook groups lies within the answer to those questions. So you have to understand this important fact. When people buy your products or your opportunity, they're not really buying your products or opportunity. What they're buying is what they believe taking those products or joining your opportunity will do to help them enhance and improve their lives. There's this old adage out there. People don't buy a drill because they want a drill. 
They buy a drill because they need a hole. And I'll tell you, if somebody buys your weight loss products, they don't buy them because they actually physically want less fat on their body. See, what truly motivates them to buy are the emotions and the feelings associated with the weight loss. They want to feel more confident. They want to have more energy. They want to believe in themselves again. They want better relationships. See, what we eventually learn is this. Life is emotion. And if you truly want to leverage the power of what I'm talking about here, you need to find a way to connect with people on an emotional level in everything that you do. And it starts with the positioning of what you do and the messaging that you use to communicate what you do to your prospects. So I want you to start this process of thinking in terms of a bigger mission or movement that you're looking to help create inside of your Facebook group. I'm talking about something way more meaningful than just selling stuff. I'm talking about building a community of like-minded people all around shared values and beliefs, a common cause, a mission. Right. Think of it as a purpose driven community inside of your group, a place where people can show up and really feel like that they're a part of something more meaningful that adds value to their lives, because that's what people want. People want to be a part of something bigger than themselves. They want a sense of belonging. They want a community. They want to know that they're in a safe place with people that are just like them. And positioning your group this way and learning how to communicate this makes it way easier for you to stand out and attract the people that you really want. Now, here's my advice. When you're coming up with this idea, so what can my overall group concept be about? I want you to be strategic. And when you're thinking about this, it's probably a good idea to tie this mission into your products somehow so that it does allow you from time to time to share what you do and what you have. I mean, it would only make sense to organize a community of people that have interests in and around the area that your business is designed upon so that you could drive conversations in that area. You can create content in that area to position you as someone that can add value in that particular area, and it will lead to your products and opportunity. So let me give you some examples. Let's say that you market a line of nutritional supplements. You could do something like this. Have your overall group concept be something like a journey to a healthier and happier you. So the concept is that you share information with the members that can help them transform their lives both on the inside and the outside of themselves. And what that does is that gives you such a wide range of topics that you could come up with for your posts, right? It could be product recommendations that help people transform themselves on the inside, which part of that could be your company's products and services. Or maybe if you market, let's say, skincare or makeup. You could create a group around the idea of beauty on the inside and the outside. Or I have some of my students are in companies that market clean, non-toxic products. So they create groups around clean living. 
right? And their products are a part of that conversation. But here's the key. You're not just sharing product information. You're not just selling and promoting. You're also giving people more meaningful information, content that helps transform them, not just on the outside surface level, but also on the inside. Here are some examples of this when we talk about beauty on the inside or the outside or transforming yourself to a better you. Think about things like mindset, confidence, belief. See, the beauty of these ideas are that it gives you the freedom and the flexibility to experiment, see what people like, test it out. Here's the beauty of social media, and this is especially groups. It's just all one big experiment. Nobody sets their plan ahead of time and says, this is going to be the way I do it. When I first started out, I had no idea what I was doing. I just threw everything against the wall. I implemented as quickly as I could. I tested out different ideas and the ones that sucked, I didn't do them anymore. And then the ones that got great engagement, I did more of that stuff, but I let my community tell me, here's what we want to hear more of. Here's if you give us this stuff, here's what's going to make us show up on more of a consistent basis. So one of the questions that I get is this, though. People will say, Bob, but what if I have a product or a service that doesn't really lend itself well to this idea? So I'll give you an example. I was one of those people. I used to work for a network marketing company that offered deregulated energy services like natural gas and electricity. Now, I'm going to tell you one thing. People did not get super, super excited about saving a couple of dollars on their gas and electric bill. I couldn't have created a purpose-driven community around people doing that. So what I would have done and what I would recommend to, for you to do, knowing what I know today, is create a group that's more geared towards your opportunity. For example, create a group around entrepreneurship in general, or maybe some aspect of personal development or personal growth. There are so many different directions you can go with this one and think about it. Isn't someone that's a perfect prospect for you, someone that just wants to become a better version of themselves to lead a better life? Well, that's part of what you can do by creating a community in that direction. Now, it could be more broadly focused on helping people become their best selves, or you could be even more specific. Maybe you're super passionate about leadership or mindset or confidence or belief or business strategy, social media marketing. It doesn't really matter. Do something that you're passionate about that you like, but that gives you the freedom to have a broad range of content. And then here's the idea. Not only can you attract people that are ideal prospects for you, people that just want to become better versions of themselves, but I'll tell you what else will happen. You'll eventually start to attract other people that are in this profession, other network marketing professionals, other entrepreneurs that are just looking for someone that can give them better support and training than what they already have. Now, you're not doing this with the intent of going out and actively trying to recruit them, but knowing this. If they're not getting support where they are, if they're not happy, chances are they're not seeing success, there's a good chance at some point they're going to probably want to try something else. And you want to know what? If you do this with integrity, you position yourself as someone that can help them, you don't go out and actively try to recruit them, well, I'll tell you there's nothing wrong if they're looking for a change. You're the person that provided the value to them that they come to you. And I think this is one of the ancillary benefits of being able to grow and build communities that are geared towards serving entrepreneurs in general, 
And you may decide to be more specific in terms of your, uh, you know, the specific area you help people. But I'll tell you, this is naturally what will happen for a lot of you over time. And then the thing is this. If you have a choice, though, my personal recommendation, you're always way better off creating the community around your products if it lends itself to doing so. Here's the reason why I say that. Because it's way easier for your team to invite prospects to a group tied to your products in some way, shape, or form. Most people just feel more comfortable talking about that area of the business. But here's an important thing to understand. Your company-specific name or your product-specific name should be nowhere in the branding of your group, right? It shouldn't be in the group image. It shouldn't be in the name of the group. Remember, we're building this around a more meaningful movement or mission. If the first thing that someone sees when they join your community is a bunch of information selling or promoting a specific company or product, it's going to immediately raise resistance with them, right? They're going to be, well, okay, so they're just here to sell me. It's going to make the experience less valuable. You don't want to turn people off right away. But now having said that, here's a natural question. People say, okay, Bob, but when can I mention it? When should I be mentioning my company? Because it's not like we don't want you to ever tell people what you do. I mean, that's kind of the whole point of building the community, of giving them value, of creating an engaged group of members is so that you have the permission and the attention from, uh, to occasionally promote what you do. And that's okay. Here's the guideline that I teach. No more. I mean, this is the absolute most. 50% of your posts should have nothing to do with your specific products or company where you're mentioning that, trying to promote them. I actually recommend a much smaller number, like 20 to 30%. So that means for every 10 posts that are made in the group, at least by you, two or three max are you promoting your stuff. Now, if you go 50-50, you know, at worst, that's what I would recommend. See, here's the way you have to think of it. If you can give to the community in the way of adding value to them, right? Giving them more generically geared content that's just helping them. They don't feel like they're being sold all the time. And then here's the key. You're giving to them without asking in return. Here's what it does. It builds trust. And when people begin to trust you, that's when they buy from you. But if all you do is try to sell them right from the jump, the trust never develops. You never get their attention long enough for that to grow. And then what happens is you start to build relationships with them through the content that's being created and through the community that you have helped put together. Look, this is such a powerful thing if you do it the right way. Now, they might not buy from you right away, but I promise you this. If you give them a reason to stick around, you continue to show up and be there for them and have them be an active member of your community, it's only a matter of time before they buy, before they join you. And you know what? I'll even take it a step further. If you really, really want to excel in this area, here's what your mindset needs to be. Even if they don't ever buy from me, as long as I can impact their lives in some positive way, that's enough for me. See, remember, we've talked about this so many times. The key to you getting more of what you want in your life is giving more to others. So let me shift into just a couple of other recommendations here. I want to give you a few more important tips when it comes 
to either changing your existing group to better fit this concept or starting a new group for you and your team. Here's number one. I always recommend just use whatever group you have or just change the positioning. Because if possible, you don't want to have to start from scratch. If you have a group now with 100 people or 50 people, maybe it's completely dead. Maybe there's even just 20 people. I would rather have you start with that base so that it adds some more social proof, right? Somebody joins a group with 200 people or 20 people, it looks more valuable than just two people. And if you change the concept of the group, you make an announcement, you do a video, trust me when I tell you, some of the people that are in the group will be thrilled about the new direction. Now, there'll be some people that could care less, but you want to know what? As long as they stay in the group and they don't leave, they at least continue to provide that social proof as you build up the group with new, more engaged members who are better fitting your actual prospect, like the people that you really, really want. So I would say if you have a group, just change the positioning and start from there. But this also leads me to another huge point that I want to go back that I mentioned earlier. Nine out of 10 of you that listen to this right now, I believe the current group strategy you teach to your teams is completely wrong. And here's what I mean. Not only are you just existing to sell and promote, but here's even another bigger point that, and, and belief that I have. The reality is that for nine out of every 10 people that start these VIP customer groups, here's most likely what's happening for them. They have a very small number of people in the group, right? Probably anywhere from five to 30 people. You know, it's a combination of current customers, past customers, and people that they want to try to get to buy from them. But there's very little excitement, barely any interaction or engagement. And here's the reason why. Number one, they're not really capable or ready yet to add value to that community with their content. They haven't developed enough as a person or a leader. They don't have enough knowledge to really add value and create content that's meaningful in and around the products. But here's the worst part, is that the group has actually become a source of angst and discouragement for them. They spend time every week coming up with ideas for content. They're posting every day or multiple times per week, and it's the same result over and over again. Nothing. Barely any views, no likes, no comments. And then here's what they do. They start to think it's because they don't have what it takes. They start questioning their ability to do this, not understanding it doesn't have anything to do with them. They're using a wrong strategy. People are not even seeing the posts. Here's the other problem, is it then over time, it winds up hurting their confidence, excitement, and belief. And that time that they're putting into the group is taking them away from doing what's most important, which are things like prospecting, following up, presenting, and training, the stuff that's actually going to make them money. So here's what I'm going to recommend to you that's going to be a huge shift in mindset. I want you to be open to receiving this idea, as crazy as it might seem for you. Because I get, if you've been doing it one way for so long, that sometimes a dramatic shift like this in strategy is difficult. But I'm just telling you, here's where I want to challenge you as your virtual upline. If your current strategy for groups is not working, okay, and I don't mean just you. If it's working for you, but it's not working for the majority of your team, 
I would argue it ain't working. What good is a strategy that works well for you, but 99% of your team is struggling? Okay, so here's what I'm going to recommend that you do. I want you to take all of these small little groups, and I want you to tell people to just shut them down. I want you to put together one or maybe a handful, two or three at most, depending how big your team is, of coordinated groups where everybody plugs into the same groups. Have all of your team members add their prospects to one very well-run group that's led by you and a handful of other leaders. And I know that's crazy talk for some of you to hear, but I just want to remind you, if what you're currently doing is not working, then you need to do something different. Look, we need to get rid of this scarcity mindset that is so prevalent in this profession that just because it's always been done this way before, that that's the way that it always should be done. Look, I'll tell you, innovation is such an important part to long-term sustainable growth and success, especially when it comes to technology and social media. I can point to so many leaders and companies that are still teaching strategies from the Stone Age that don't work anymore. They've got their heads buried in the sand. They're not willing to adapt with the changing landscape of social media. And I'll tell you, your number one job as a leader is to keep the ship that is your team headed in the right direction, always with your eye out on the horizon, looking for what's coming ahead, making the changes, saying, hey, if it's not working and there's a different or a better way, I'm going to be open to trying and testing those strategies. Now, I'm not saying that just because Bob said it, you should take it as gospel truth and then completely change the strategy overnight because I told you to do so. But here's what I am saying. Be open to the idea that there may be a better in a different way and be willing to experiment. So here's what this means. Instead of telling your entire team tomorrow that, look, I know we've been doing it this way for years, but you know I found out that it's wrong because I listened to this podcast last night. And we're just going to completely change our entire strategy because this dude Bob told us to. You would instead do something like this. Number one, test it out in your own group by beginning to create some more generic content that's more mission or purpose-based. See how people respond to that. Notice, do you get more likes, views, and comments? I almost guarantee that you will. There's another idea possibly change the name and concept of your group. Film a short welcome video, no more than three to five minutes in length. You can go live initially in the group, but have you talk about this change in strategy of how you're focused more now on a bigger purpose and a mission. Tell people why the group exists. Say something like this, from time to time, we'll share products that we truly believe can help you your company, but that's not the primary reason why this group exists. We're not just here to sell you. We're here to share content and create a community that will help you transform your life in the area of blank, whatever you decide that to be. You could go live in the group and then take that video and put it up as an announcement in the group so that every new member from the very beginning gets a sense of what you and this community is really about. And I'm telling you, you watch how people respond. 
you'll have people reach out to you saying, I'm so excited about the direction of the new group. I can't wait to add more people in here. I can't wait to see what you have to say. And those will be your first early signs that this is the path that you need to be on. Here's another idea. How about adding a few people from your team that you know are struggling to have them add some of their prospects, people you know that are more coachable, right? Explain to them that you want them to be able to focus on more important things like their income producing activities and have them leverage what you do in, inside of this community to help them be more successful. So have a couple of people start adding prospects and see how that goes for them. What I'm trying to say to you is this. As a leader, it's really important to have this mindset. Always implement big changes slowly. See, do all of this and you start to see positive results. Then you begin to slowly roll it out to more and more of your team. Take the real results and share the success stories of you and the people who have been doing it this way and have that be the thing that gets more of them to want to join you. Because too often we try to you know, pivot on the dime and say, let's just do it this way. And we get such pushback from our teams because change is really, really difficult. So we have to learn how to start embracing change in a more deliberate, slow manner. But I want to challenge you, just because you've always done it one way doesn't mean that that's always the way to do. And look, I understand that if you do what I'm teaching you, it will change the dynamics of how you run the group. And there are some nuances that will need to change. So there's a lot more in the way of strategy that goes into it. But I'm telling you, if you just get what I'm trying to share with you, this idea that the reason why your group is stagnant, why you're not seeing success. And my hope in creating this episode was I wanted to open up some of your eyes that maybe there is a different and a better way to do that. And I hope that I've given you some valuable but actionable tips and strategies that you can implement today. So look, I'll say this in closing. If you're looking for more help in this particular area of groups, I want to direct you to my membership program called the Legacy Leadership Academy. I created an entire training program inside of that community that helps people with Facebook groups. We walk you through step-by-step how to do things like create your welcome video. I give you basically an entire script and framework to do that. I help you with coming up with your concept or group name, how to create the right kinds of graphics or images. There are dozens and dozens of content strategies inside of that group that we teach you that you can do once you've shifted the overall concept of your group. And one of the most effective that we teach is running challenges. We have a very specific way of how to run challenges inside of your group that will help you absolutely explode your results. We have hundreds and hundreds of our members that have done this successfully. So depending on when you're listening to this episode, you can either join or most likely join our wait list because we only open up for enrollment a couple of times a year. But if you go to LegacyLeadershipAcademy.com, you can join our wait list there. And you know, most likely, you'll be one of the first people to know we do offer special incentives to those that get on our wait list. But that's the episode for today. I hope I gave you some help in the area of Facebook groups. Hey, one final thing I just want to say before I go here. If you haven't had a chance to check me out on Instagram yet, make sure you do so. I started a new daily live show. I go live um, almost every Monday through Friday unless I'm traveling. 
Monday through Friday at noon Eastern Standard Time. I'm going live every day. Your Virtual Upline TV. We've been covering tons of amazing topics on there. So if you're not following me yet on Instagram, what are you waiting for? Make sure you follow me, check in, and you can see some of my daily videos. And anyway, thanks for being here, everybody. Hope you got some value out of this message today. I love you. Appreciate you. I am grateful for you being a part of our community. And I'll see you soon on the next episode. 